Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I am your host, Lydia Sin, and I am all about being real when it comes to talking about personal finance, because it is just that, y'all. It is personal, and we all make mistakes. We all have to live within a set amount of money, and life just doesn't always fit inside a cash envelope. And so we talk about those things in a real and honest way. And today on episode three, we are talking about when you just want to quit. You are done being frugal, you are done budgeting, and you just want to stop because we have all been there. So I got a Facebook message that said, I can't do this anymore. I feel like I'm running, but I'm not getting anywhere, and I want to quit. When I read that, it broke my heart, but I also related to it on so many levels. You see, it wasn't the first time that I had gotten a comment or an email from someone who was just at the end of their financial rope. In fact, I get hundreds of messages and comments and DMs each week from women who are frustrated and exhausted, and they just want to quit. They want to give up. It's really hard when you're clawing your way out of debt and you just don't seem to be getting anywhere. The number is not moving. It's not moving fast enough. It's not moving as fast as maybe other people that you follow in the debt-free community. It's not moving as fast as you thought it would. Maybe you had your goals written down on paper and you had an end date and that end date has come and gone. Or maybe you've built an emergency fund and you feel like you're really getting somewhere and then life comes and knocks your feet out from under you and that emergency fund is gone and you are back to zero. I have been there. Oh, sister, I have been there more times than I can count and it feels so overwhelming when you're working so hard and you're not getting ahead. And it can become so easy to look at what another family is doing and what is working for them and feel like a total failure. But you're not. You are not a failure. And I want you to tell yourself that. I am not a failure. Today I want to offer you a little encouragement, but I also want to give you a few practical ideas of things you can do when you just feel like it's not working for you anymore. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is a little unconventional, and that is you need to take a break. You need to quit. You need to press pause for just a second. Can you go a full week without sleep? Nope. Can you go a full week on a treadmill running and running and running and never stopping? Can you go all day without going to the bathroom or getting a glass of water (laughs) or taking five deep breaths? Maybe you can, but I can't. That's just not how our bodies were designed. You have to sleep. You have to eat good nourishing food. You have to take a beat. Sleeping is when your body heals and restores. Rest is where the energy to keep moving comes from. And just like you need to give your body rest, you need to give your brain and emotions a break from the constant pursuit of paying off debt. Because it is. It is a constant pursuit in the beginning. It took us two years to pay off $36,000, and that may not seem like a huge amount of money to some of you, but it was to us because it wasn't that much less 
than what we were making annually. I'm not telling you to stop paying off debt. (laughs) I'm not telling you to ignore your problems. I'm not telling you to go on a spending spree and rack up debt. I'm simply telling you to take a break, to hit pause for, for a day or a week. Decide that for one week, you aren't going to talk about your debt. You're not going to obsess over it, cry over it, or worry about it. You're going to take a mental vacation, clear your head, and come back. Now, that doesn't mean that we go off budget and that we spend a bunch of money. It just means that we're not checking our bank account 1,500 times a day. We're not obsessing over every single grocery purchase that we make. Maybe we're not on Instagram looking at all our debt-free motivation people. We're just taking a mental health break, clearing our head. Maybe we reprioritize and then we come back. My second advice is to take stock. Sometimes when we get overwhelmed, it becomes easy to throw a pity party and only think about what we haven't accomplished rather than focusing on what we have We think about the mountains of of debt in front of us and how far we have to go and how many years it's going to take us. And we want to shut our eyes to the whole thing and just cry. But instead, I want you to look at how, how far you have already come. I want you to look at all the things that you've already been able to do. Make a mental list or a physical list, get out a notebook and write it down, but make a list of the things that you have accomplished. And it can be something big like listing off all the debts that you've already paid off and totaling them up, or listing all the money that you've saved in your emergency fund in the past, even if that money has been wiped away because it shows the amount of work that you've done. Or it can be something small like, I made my first budget and I stuck to it for an entire month. Or I cut my grocery budget in half for a month. Or I renegotiated one of my bills. But look at the victories that you have won. We often stand in the middle of the road and we cry about how far the finish line is when we could simply turn around and be shocked by how far we have already run. Instead of focusing on the battles you haven't started fighting yet, focus on the war you have already won. One, and oftentimes that is just the huge task of seeing how much money you owe and who you owe it to and accepting that for what it is. But by focusing on the things that we have already done, we can change our attitudes and it gives us a sense of vigor. The next thing I want you to do is take an honest look. Sacrifice can hurt. It is not easy. It is uncomfortable. And we just don't want to do it. Sacrifice sucks, right? But sacrifices are short term. We are trading in what we want right now for what we want long term. So if you're not getting where you want in the debt payoff process, it might be time to take another look at your budget. It might be time to make really tough choices and get a little brutal in the process. If you've already cut out every possible thing you can cut and there's nothing left, and I mean nothing then know that you've done your best, don't beat yourself up, and move forward. Okay, the next one I'm going to say might make you throw your phone across the room and stop listening. Please don't. (laughs) Please don't. See if you can take on any extra work. Now, I know you're getting really tired of hearing people say that. You're probably thinking you can't just snap your fingers and make a job appear or make dollar bills rain from the sky. 
I know, I know. But there are far more opportunities out there than you realize. Start small. What would just $50 a week do for your family? And I say this without judgment and from experience, taking a job you don't necessarily like in order to make ends meet is far better than worrying about money. Y'all, my job used to be working at Walmart overnight, and I would take all of the rotten produce in the produce department, scan it, mark it to zero in the system, and then shovel it into a trash compactor. I came home every day smelling like rotten bananas and tomatoes. The first few times I did it, I threw up in the trash compactor. It was awful. But it was a short-term thing that I had to do to keep us afloat. And it was worth it. And sometimes taking on a little bit of extra is what you need to just boost you through. So you might not like the idea of babysitting someone's kids or working overnight at the supermarket, but it's better than being broke and it won't last forever. Also, there are like 8 million things that you can do from home. Take it from me. I do full-time working at home. I love it. It's not always easy, but there are lots of opportunities out there. Next, I want you to take time to respect you and your place and where you are and not focus on anyone else. It's so easy to look at what someone else is doing. If you're reading a blog or watching YouTube or listening to a podcast like this or following one of the many, many, many debt-free Instagram accounts and start to feel like garbage. But you are not them, you are you. Don't fall into the trap of comparison and get so stuck you can't find your way out. You don't know that person's income. They may have less debt than you. They may have been at it longer. They may not have kids with food allergies. They may live in a place where the cost of living is less. That's us. The cost of living is extraordinarily low where we live. There are a million little reasons why someone else's path won't be the same as yours. Yours might be longer and more frustrating. It may be easier than your neighbor's. We just never know what's really going on. So respect where you are. Respect yourself as an individual. And don't worry about how fast or how slow someone else is moving. Okay, so I hope these tips help you, that they inspire you, that they make you feel empowered, and that you feel like you can take this on and accomplish this. And I would love to know where you are in this process. There are many, many ways and places where you can follow along with me, leave me a comment, you know, shoot me an email and tell me where you are. You can follow me on my blog, frugaldebtfreelife.com. You can follow me on YouTube, I'm Lydia Sin, or on Instagram, where I'm also Lydia Sin. And I would love to hear where you are in the process. Also, thank you to everyone who has left a review or a comment. This is how people find us. So wherever it is you're listening to this podcast, do me a favor, leave a review leave a comment. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for being here and don't stop. Keep moving forward, but rest when you need to. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.